0: Radio Western. Good day, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Outlook, third show in April and our third part of the Siblings Series, Siblings Series Part 3 today. Thanks to a couple sisters, twins from British Columbia. We've also had last week you heard siblings from Texas, so we've been traveling all over the place, (laughs) but this week we're back to Ontario for a couple of siblings. uh, And uh, yeah, Carrie, thanks for... Coming up with this idea for the Siblings Month, it's been a lot of fun so far, and uh, we're looking forward to today's guests.
1: Yeah, today actually we have Rob and Jackie, and we had Rob on Outlook, I think it was six months ago?
3: I think so. Yeah, yeah. something like yeah. that. Crazy, It's crazy. But, six months ago.
1: But then we wanted to do this sibling series, so um, we just thought, you know, here's a sibling pair kind of right, right in your town, Brian.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's good to... Get some siblings from ontario and this week specifically from london ontario welcome to the show how's it going guys rob and jackie that's <laughs> bad yourself yeah good. good
1: good so you guys are in london as i said and you're you're in the same
0: apartment building right yes yes but not in the same you don't live in the same apartment as you
3: No. that no would way. be too small and we could not well, no the uh, one floor is good enough for us you know, to, you know, she below me, I, as I said on the first interview, she's below me, I'm above her, that's good enough for us. We don't need, um, it's just kind of funny because Jackie would always say that she would never want to live with me, but she always wanted to live in the same building.
1: And, uh, well, there you go.
3: She's got her, uh, chance.
1: So how's it going, Jackie? You like living where you live?
2: Yep. The upper, I, I hate the kitchen at times, but I mean, other than that, I like it way better than the last two places. Uh, well, it's way, way, it's really quiet here, which is really nice. And people here are quite friendly. Mm,
3: that's <laughs> debatable.
2: Rob has issues, but, well, yeah, just... Well, my neighbor's
3: pretty friendly, and our neighbors are good, and they bring us
0: treats, so, you know... <laughs> Well, that's that's very nice yeah
1: i can sense i we'll have some back and forth here with these two siblings
0: <laughs> yeah which is great oh, this is what we're trying yeah. to convey with this theme is having siblings on this sh- on the show this month just to get the reactions and the and the dynamic between uh two siblings in the same family who just happen to also be blind so this is great to have you guys on the show and i mean i was i was home actually for the uh easter weekend visiting carrie and it was fun but after about three days of living in the exact same uh, place I was ready to come home, so I can
3: imagine. (gasps)
0: What? No. uh, Being in the same building must be kind of convenient because you guys are close, but not in the exact same apartment every day, every second of every day. Oh,
3: definitely. I say it's always nice that when I visit her, I don't have to go downstairs and wait for the paratransit anymore.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice.
3: Although I haven't been on the paratransit since this pandemic, so... Uh, it's probably going to be a weird feeling if I ever get back on it someday.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think we all re- we all think that.
3: I got, um, it was my uh, birthday, and um, on the 24th of March, and there's this guy, a driver, he said, Happy birthday, Rob. Keep riding for you, go." <laughs> and uh, I was like, maybe someday. <laughs> Not ready yet. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. I have a dad that will take me, that takes me around. I just need to give him notice or we have a dad that'll take us around. She doesn't like to go out as much as I do.
1: Yeah. but Do you stay in most of the time, Jackie?
2: Uh, yes. Although I do like to go up. We have a nice big balcony here on the fourth floor and I do like to go up there during the summer months. Um, it's great because good fresh air, and sometimes I get to visit with other tenants that come out. Um, don't I don't know if that's happening much this year though. It, the balcony's still locked, so I don't well, know. Well, for
3: good reason. There's people that were abusing it last summer. The privileges, and, and um, um, if I may say so, um, the people that know better were, you know, sitting like so close together and. Uh, my worker was one time downstairs and he was noticing that two people were sitting like really close together on the couch, like almost. Um, wow. so people were just abusing it and our superintendent got mad with good reason. And yeah, apartment life, hey bro?
0: <laughs> yeah, I've had the odd noise complaint for music and I'm sure Rob oh, you can so might be able to relate I, to that. So. I've been
3: trying to block my saxophone. Uh, I got an upstairs neighbor, um, told me um, which makes sense at the time. It was nine o'clock, but tone it down after seven o'clock. That's a little, but I've been mostly playing my new piano. So,
1: oh, so like you got a, a place full of instruments there.
3: I do piano, guitar. I'm the musician in the uh, family. So, cause I've got my website up since the, we first started. I right. didn't have my website. So now I do.
0: Right. For sure, yeah. We'll talk about your your website and your and your open mics uh, coming up later on on the show. But I figured we'd start by going back a little bit in time, and perhaps Jackie, you could start and tell us a little bit about growing up and um growing up with Rob and your family and how how that experience was. How far and apart you guys are in age, if you don't mind talking about that, and just yeah, just a little bit of background.
2: Uh, we're seven years apart. Um, my parents thought it would be a good idea at the time to have us so far apart in age because they figured that seven years age difference, we're not going to find anything to fight about.
3: Yeah. Are they wrong about that?
2: And yeah, they were quite <laughs> wrong.
3: You always find um, really.
2: He was, <laughs> he, he was a little pest. And I, I was a teenager and, wow. and here I just was not into...
3: <laughs> as a little brother, I had to do my duty as little brothers do and yeah and i had to um you know it's the do it's a little brother's duty to be a pest to his older sister
1: right bro
0: yeah absolutely i think (laughs) (laughs) this is we've had two sets of siblings on already and i think in both cases they've definitely had talked a little bit about fighting at some point or another so i think it's generally pretty common it's almost seems out of the ordinary if a brother and sister don't fight at all so yeah, but
1: I I would think it would be interesting. I've been um just you all those years, Jackie, and then all of a sudden here he comes. Here he he comes along, and
2: you know I was quite thrilled at first to have him around. Um, yeah. I always, when I was really little, I loved babies.
1: Right. So, me too. The
2: idea, the idea that there was going to be a baby in the apartment, it was just so thrilling to me. I would follow my parents everywhere they took him and. Like, oh, I wanted to help out with the feeding and the changing.
3: Which I don't know why, That was pretty gross. That would be a gross part of it. <laughs> um, we did live in an apartment back then. Um, we um, got a house six years later. But hmm. uh, my parents um, lived in an apartment um, back then. And it was not a bad apartment, I guess. Um, when I was little, I didn't really like it. But then again... I would probably say anything, because I was pretty moody sometimes.
1: Well, just to refresh people's memory and things from when Rob was on, uh, do you guys talk a bit about your blindness condition? I don't know, Jackie, do you know much about it, or do you sort of...
2: I don't really know. No, I have no idea how that happened. It was just right from birth.
1: <coughs> and and how much do you see, if if any?
2: I don't. I just see light and dark, and... I can sort of I can tell when I'm coming near something. Like if I'm walking outside and there's a tree. Oh
3: yeah.
2: I can tell when I'm coming to a tree or a wall. Yeah. But I can't actually see it really. It's just the facial sense.
0: Right. Right. It sounds kind of similar to my to my level of vision, I guess, where I have a bit of light and dark and I can sort of sense things if I'm out walking, but I can't actually see colours or what anything actually Like like, looks like so
3: basically I'm the same way
0: (laughs) but yeah it must be it's quite different thinking about this the seven year age gap because you know the siblings we've had on so far we've had twins so that's obviously the exact same age and then we've had siblings I think that were about a couple years apart and then Carrie and I are three years apart so that is a pretty big difference and I'm assuming you know where Carrie I'm sure you don't remember the day I was born I feel like Jackie Mm. maybe you have some pretty clear memories of the of uh, when Rob was born
2: Oh, yes. Yes, he was a lot of fun as a baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish I
1: had more memory of Brian when he was like, when, that I was that I could remember when he was when he, having a little brother as a baby. But I, I don't really, it's just kind of blurry. <laughs> so. I wanted
2: to show him off a lot. Yeah. Of I was at open house that year at open house. My, my mom came. Um, I can't remember if my dad came as well but i know my mom came and well maybe my dad came uh, i
3: don't know our dad um you know he he wasn't as uh, involved as he is now not to say that was that uh, he was you know um it was a bad thing but uh, mm-hmm. he's a little more involved uh now
2: oh as i was going to say um when my mom came and brought him for open house i just kept telling everybody yeah i have a baby brother i was just <laughs> thrilled to actually show him off.
3: And then As I got older.
2: I would tell people at school about him all the time. I just it, He was such a thrill.
0: <laughs> nice, yeah, it's always exciting it's news and not something everyone can talk about, so it's exciting to go to school and to everyone that you have a baby brother and, and all that stuff must have been quite the...
2: Yeah, it really was. And she loved
3: to lay in my crib a lot. <laughs> and she was tiny enough. Oh. I don't remember, but she would tell me, of course that and uh, that she'd love to, if I wasn't doing it if I wasn't in the crib, she'd be in it
2: well until my mom told me that I had to stop because I was getting too big.,
1: uh, well, sounds like you guys had a lot of fun, but Jackie, you went to school was that nearby or or where did you go to school at the time?
2: W. Ross Mcdonald in Brantford yeah, we talked about that
3: in the um uh,
2: last mm-hmm. uh
1: <laughs> yeah i feel i feel we probably did but uh yeah. jackie's yeah.
3: Always good. Jackie's perspective is probably much different as you can tell
1: you were at home every night or you had to stay
2: Jackie, i had to stay but i came home on the weekends okay
3: i did up until my last year um i wanted it but they about in my last year they let me come home once a week and then i have to go back to school. They had a bus trip on Tuesday nights that would take us home.
1: Tuesday nights?
3: Yeah, I wish it was every night. What I wanted was to, um, and, and my parents probably wanted me to be grateful that I got half, that I was, got to be at least half a day student, but I wanted, I wanted to come home every night. Um, but, you know, it didn't work out, but I guess most people would say, well, at least I get to home once a week, but, uh. I wanted more. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the weekend. Well, we got weekends, but in my last year, um, maybe Jackie, if Jackie was younger, she would have got to do this too. But on my last year, they sent us home on Tuesday nights, but we had to be back at, on Wednesday morning.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: And then stay till the weekend. There was one time my mom told me that she was busy, and we and I had to keep, and I had to stay at school on that Tuesday night. I was not. happy
0: i can imagine would you say growing up growing up then with the the larger age gap did you were you guys still close were there things that you did together growing up that you you remember or sp- special things that you two would do um uh, as siblings
3: at school she would visit me almost you know often I Meet mean, yep. every day I'm...
1: oh really
2: yep I'd go over to the junior res. Yeah, it was on your, yeah, on his first year, I'd visit him every single day because he would, that whole year, he'd cry and he'd cry. Mm-hmm. And then when I got there, he'd settle down. But then when I had to go back to my res or go to, for supper, then he'd start crying again until I came back the next day. He, he had a rough first year.
3: Yeah, well, a few years were rough, but that first year was really rough.
0: Yeah, it's it's hard to imagine. It's always a, a big change at that age, being so young and starting out school, and it's it's quite an adjustment, I imagine. So, I mean, oh, in some, yeah. it's nice to have your... Oh, the, it is. In some ways, that Jackie was there, that was nice, but at the same point, you know, she, she came to visit, which is nice, but then, like you said, she had... Yeah, to,
3: but, you know, I, I wished I didn't, because that probably... Well, I didn't... Uh, she probably didn't think about that. When you think about that... That probably, you know, would make her feel bad if I, if she, if I'd settle down, <laughs> go, and then I'd start crying when she left because you want to feel needed. You all, some people feel bad uh, when they, when um, I remember on that Thursday, I don't know why, but I called my mom crying because I wanted to go home, and it was Thursday night. She kept on going. You'll go home tomorrow. You'll go. And I'm like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. But, well, now I did. When I was younger, I didn't think about that, how bad I probably made her feel. But well,
2: you don't think about that when you're six, I guess. You don't. It's no. just not something well, you think Well, I wish about.
3: that if I had to go to the school, because some people start school at 12 there. And right. that means they don't have to be there for a long period of time. Six years old, I believe, for any kid, that's just too much because... You know what? Some people like. I have friends who started at five there, but uh, even that is I think it's too much because I just think you're too little to um, experience. It's. I don't think you should be have to experience that kind of loss until you're older, like until mm-hmm. like you won't be going home at night. I don't think. Right as in, as of now, and then I'm older. I think about it. I don't think it's right to put you to put kids in that position at six. Maybe send them to school, and they're the boarding school, and they're a little older, and they can grasp.
0: Yeah, it's definitely got to be a big adjustment. And like for Carrie and I, you know, we we just went to school and then came home every day, and the school was closed. so I can't I can't even quite imagine what that would be like at the time. And and uh, it's just interesting to get a different situation and perspective from everyone. So,
1: what about you, Jackie? Was it was it a good experience overall, or did you struggle?
2: I, I did hate, I hated residents up until I got into senior res, but then once I got into senior res, um, it was, things were better because um, they weren't as strict in senior. Oof. We were more, we were allowed a little more freedom.
3: Yeah, a little more. I,
2: but. um It just, it it wasn't, I mean, intermediate res even, it was, you had to go here, you had to do this activity, you had to do, you had to do an activity every night after school, and I was always, and pretty much still am today, I'm a sitter, I like to just sit, watch TV, listen to music, I don't want to have to go to the gym, or go swimming all the time, or participate in sports, I've never liked that kind of thing, so... It was hard when they were making me do this and that and taking away my TV when I wouldn't do what I was supposed to do.
3: Oh, my worst thing is when they took away my TV and locked it in the supervisor's office. I was like 17. I used to take my, my old black little... Jackie and I had, got for Christmas one year these TV radios, these little TV radios you just plug in here like with an aerial. hmm and I loved it, because every time would, I would hate, one time I ticked off the staff, I asked, and he's like, you're not getting your TV, And but the radio beside me got global, so
1: mm-hmm.
3: no one could tell me I couldn't listen to the radio. <laughs> I would listen to Dharma and Greg until a staff member came in, and then I would turn the dial.
1: Huh, that's an old <laughs> show drop.
3: Yeah. Well, um, uh, it's okay to show drop because,
0: you know, yeah. they're not real people. I mean, they're real actors, but not real. Yeah.
1: Brian, do you, you know Dharma Dar- I- you know and Greg, Brian?
0: I've heard of it. I know you used to watch <laughs> it maybe at some point or someone did, but yeah, maybe. I wasn't the biggest TV person growing up, so.
3: <laughs> there was a lot of good shows back then and in the 80s, um, but one time my aerial snapped off, so I took my sister's TV and then the same thing happened. Um, but I still watched it and on the, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, I had a worse or more worse experience. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd learned me how to spoke? Yeah. I had a a worse experience in senior as because one of the staff I had in intermediate moved to senior and we didn't really get along that well. And anyway, Mm. he would, um, you know, he would get under my skin and I'd get, you know, I'd be mad. And I would just wanted to go in my room and watch TV. And we'd have to do like at night. When I back then, I used to have the Steele O'Neill hand printed, you know, the, these basketballs hmm. back then, they had Steele O'Neill's hand print on them. And I used to love to bounce it in my room. Sometimes I'd take it in the gym. That was the only time I liked taking it to the gym. They were like, if I didn't want to go to the gym, they would sweeten it for me. They were like, "Well, why don't you take your basketball?" <laughs> but I used to, to bounce that thing. I would bounce it in my room, up and down, like bounce it over the wall. Like me and it would play like we we pretend the cover cupboard, the cupboards were the net, <laughs> and uh, you know oh. jump shot. And I was like, "Wow." <laughs>
1: kids do make do with what they have
3: well we were 17 but still yeah still <laughs> we had fun
1: but it um, sounds like it sounds like three of on one here are, are, are tv watchers more than brian ever really was <laughs> Wow. Well, so i'll the opposite
3: now i'd rather be i mean i love my tv still but i don't know i just can't listen to it i can listen to it for a few hours and then i gotta turn it off i
1: so do you both have a physical TVs in your apartment or not?
3: Yes. Yeah, we both, uh, we each have two. One okay. for the TV and one for the DVD player because my dad thought it'd be easier to get us separate TVs for the DVD player because if we used our our TV watching TVs, well, this one, if we used our big TVs, then there's too many inputs. Mm-hmm. So remember, so my dad thought it was be better because we can't see to get a separate TV. Just
0: Speaking TV, of that, but- Carrie... Carrie has quite the setup with her little sound system in her living room, and it's been a lot, quite confusing to switch from cable to, to Apple TV to DVD or whatever you have there, Carrie. So. Yeah. Some, of those, some of those systems aren't always the most accessible, and it can be... That's
3: why my dad bought us separate TVs. This DVD is plugged into... Our, our little TVs are plugged into our DVD players. <laughs> uh, we can, like, my DVD players on, on the desk, beside the desk, my sister could probably... yeah. It's a port. One of those portable DVD. And sorry, what I'm. I actually um on my desk. There's my uh, capo, which I'm squeezing, and that changes the octave on your guitar. Brian, hmm. don't know about that. I have one of those capos because I can't. I have one, I have to have a capo, where you just put on the guitar. I can't use alligator clamps. I can't use. But um uh, this capo is good for my needs. It's funny though because. I bought this capo because I lost my other capo. And sure enough, I find my other capo a few years after. <laughs> yeah. I how have goes. a capo because I can't use a lot of capos. You know what? I'm sure, you know, we can get on the topic of capos and guitars another time.
1: So Jackie, when he's playing his instruments, can you hear him?
2: Uh, yeah, I can.
1: Yeah. So is like, does he play songs for you? entertain you um, at night
2: i i don't know if um they're really for me but i do hear him a lot i go i go I'll go to bed and i'll be there laying awake listening to him and, and i'm lulled to sleep
0: and you're not you're not the type that's you want you wouldn't complain or anything about his music <laughs> to the building
2: actually no it really doesn't bother me
0: good
3: actually before her dishwasher she got her washer and dryer she'd sit in her closet i would remember i had one time i was playing something and i was like i like i was like trying to get this and i was like happy and like played the whole song and i was like woohoo and then i hear woohoo right back and i'm like
1: like you're talking through the floor ceiling
3: yeah exactly and i (laughs) and, and this is this it's funny my desk i have like a lot here my computer i have my brailer, which is my old-fashioned brailer from 20 years ago, it's seen a lot of wear and tear. Mm-hmm. Pitch pipes, I don't know why I decided to drop my pitch pipe in the brailer one time. So now I don't have... So now I got a covering, so I don't have a... Oh, no. And it's dirty, it's dusty, it's gross, and the, the embosser, the margin, won't turn all the way.
0: I still remember being, being back in school and occasionally a kid beside me or whatever would drop like their pencil or something in the brailler and be like, Oh no, something's what? stuck in the brailer. We got to get this out. And really? Oh, the
3: We had to, they had to take my brailer apart to get the, bra- what, I don't know what possessed me. Cause I'd get bored. So and I was like, here, I'm going to do something weird. And I, I, you know, those pitch pipes that you, they, they're like little round harmonicas. You blow on them. They sound like harmonicas, but they're to get the pitch of your guitar or whatever. I decided I was going to, I was going to dangle mine in front of the brailler. I would never do that.
2: Oh, I'd never do that. It would never occur to me to do such a silly thing. <laughs> oh, gee, yeah.
3: She would always try to one up me. Well, I told you that whatever I had, Jackie had, that, or whatever Jackie had, I had. That. <laughs> she got a talking clock.
0: A common thing for siblings to have, to try to have the same things that the other person has or feel left out. You know, out, she's, so.
3: getting a, she's getting a recliner couch, and I want one, but to be fair, I wanted one before I knew she was getting one.
0: All right, so for anyone who's just tuning in, we are speaking with Rob and Jackie Castro-Giovanni, two siblings here from London, Ontario, as part of our sibling series for the month of April here on Outlook. We're going to take a quick break for some promos, and we'll be right back.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Outlook on 94.9 Radio Western or on any podcast services. We are in the middle of April here, and we're doing a series on Outlook since uh, Siblings' day was on the 10th, I believe, so we're having siblings uh, who are blind, both blind, like Brian and I, these the two of us uh, host who host Outlook, like we are both blind. So we were talking here with Rob and Jackie, brother and sister. And uh, so Jackie, would you say that growing up you and your brother were ever compared to each other as far as, you know, well, one's learning this faster, or like just because you're both blind and developmentally, would you say?
2: Uh, yes, actually.
1: Because I can imagine that can be hard sometimes. Not, not exactly competition, but just it's a natural thing, I would think.
2: Yeah, well, I, I think it is more so for him because I tend to be more independent. Not that that's a bad thing or anything, but I'm just, I can learn things faster, like getting around the building, um, just different things.
3: Mm. which i can do now but it took me like a long time whereas it took jackie a short time
2: it took me maybe two weeks
3: took me like a year or so but Mm -hmm. i can't get around everything i can go to the elevator obviously i've always done that i can go from the lunchroom now to my apartment
0: yeah that's that's something like wait like to talk about on this show is that if you know everyone is at different levels for certain things and some people are skilled in one area and other people are skilled in another area and it's just it's just the way way life is for anyone so it's it's interesting to to think about and something to talk about so both of you growing up what would you say your 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 mobility was like how did you did you get a lot of training through school and how how was that for for both of you experience the experience of mobility
2: uh pretty good um for some reason though like outdoor travel skills have never been the greatest no matter how much I learn just I don't know I do better indoors
3: yeah me too whereas but I wouldn't say that because Jackie used to be able to take buses whereas I never have Jackie yeah. would take the bus all the way to work and then come all the way to our to uh, our house
2: It it would take quite a while, though, before I could completely do it on my own.
3: Yeah, but I'd never... I'd never... You know, but the thing of it is, is I'm a little more skittish and timid than she is. Like, I don't like outdoor travel at all, especially in the winter. Mm -hmm. I just... I found O&M to be a little... I don't know if I'd say redundant, but... It was like I was doing the same thing over and over again. And it got to the point where I was frustrated because I would just be sometimes, you know, I don't feel sometimes, you know, and I don't mean to, um, I just don't feel there's a lot of patience in, um, I'm especially at the school. I worried mm-hmm. hear, Oh, you didn't do this. So, you know, there's disappointment there. And, and that's always me turned me off of doing things. If people would say, you didn't, you know, I'm, I'm a little disappointed that you didn't do this um, quick enough or you didn't, you know. So I just, it turned me off, the whole O&M mm-hmm. thing. And and it's because I am a little timid. I don't like snow. I don't like, like one time, um, I won't, I don't know the whole situation and I won't name names but someone wanted a few of us to practice going up the stairs without holding the railing because somebody was practicing his graduation thing and he needed and the school he went to didn't have a railing so i had to hold the railing because i just i don't like i'm a i more like when i was in school i was more okay with the stairs but now i'd rather do the elevator Mm -hmm. i'm just uh, more afraid i was always a little afraid of stairs but it got worse when i got older
1: yeah I think for some blind people, it's just not being able to see where where there's a drop or where there's a step up in the shape of a set of stairs i think I think that can be sort of frightening and disorienting to some, and so yeah, if you're not holding onto the railing you're you have I no- think
3: one time I had a friend in school um Paul I ticked him off one time he so he's like turned me around one time and held me my um on the back of the stairs. Like, um, tipped me back the stairs, and um, he, he was uh annoyed with me and he held me.
1: Sounds like, sounds like uh, Rob was getting into troubles where you maybe, uh, Jack, you were a little more uh, just like he said, calm and peaceful in your in your I little mean, spot. It, it,
3: it, it, it was the other way around when we got older. Jackie was the troublemaker, and I tried to be the calm one.
2: Yeah, actually, yeah, I wasn't always an angel, actually. During...
3: Oh, I'm shocked.
2: my During my time in intermediate res, I would curse <coughs> and swear at staff, oh, and it got pretty ugly. I would scream and yell. Oh, she curse she had, and swear. I, I heard she had, a,
3: she had a fit one day on a staff because she, wouldn't, she, cause she wanted to visit me, and um, I don't know. I, I'm going to let Jackie tell it, but... My understanding is the staff said she had to be, she only had a a certain amount of time and she, and it got to the point where she couldn't come at all because she got, I don't know what, it
2: it was the residence
3: thing. She was going to visit me. I think it was because the staff wanted to report at four before coming to see me and she didn't want to.
2: Yeah, I just felt like, yeah, she wanted me to come all the way back to the residence first to report. That I was going to see Rob rather than me just while I was reporting because in the intermediate we had this thing where we had to go into the staff room after report. lunch and we had to report our day where we yep. were going to be at this and that time.
3: We had to say well at least I had to go here now this at four but at least mm-hmm. I got to report where I was going to be at four but she didn't.
2: Um. Yeah she this staff member wanted me to actually come back to let her know to the residence. And then I'm like, well, but by the time I get back to the residence to report and then go all the way to junior, then it's practically supper time. Why couldn't I just let you know now while I'm reporting like I'm supposed to, my whereabouts for the day? No, no, she just insisted I was to go back to the residence at four to report before going to junior and I just thought, Oh, I got really angry
3: with her. Yeah, so the staff <laughs> told me about it at 12.30. It's like, well, Jackie was going to visit you, but um, she, uh, you know. I
2: just, yeah, I had a terrible fit on this woman.
3: Well, she was not the very nicest woman to be around.
1: No. So, you, so Jackie, you would curse at staff. So why do you think you did that? Like, do you think it was just frustration?
2: Yes, it really was. It was frustration. Um, I just, uh, we were always being told what to do. Oh, um, I know. They never wanted to listen to what we had to say. Um, mm-hmm. Just nothing was taken into consideration, really. I just felt like I was provoked to get angry.
0: Right. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be quite an experience because, yeah, it's like when you're growing up like that and you're, you know, becoming a teenager and all this kind of stuff, you know, we're used to going to school for the day and then come and going home. Whereas when you're around staff more like that, then it would be, I can imagine it would get easier to get frustrated sometimes or just feel like you're being, you know, kind of controlled and not being able to sort of grow up a little bit at times. Maybe could have been. Exactly.
3: Oh, I was worse though when it came to being. Yeah. Hmm. I was worse. I would tell the staff exactly you know, where to go, how to get there. And,
1: you know. Well, yeah, t- I mean, it's when you have these kind of schools, residential schools and, and schools for the blind and deaf blind and whatever, you know, there's a lot okay. of kids at once you have to take care of, I would think, and it can, yeah.
3: It's like, you're not my mother, you're not my father, mm-hmm. you know, don't, like, And they even said that, well, according to Jackie, they even said that to our parents, they're like, when they're here, they were there are responsibilities something like that, mm-hmm. and yeah. they told our parents we they had no say basically.
1: Yeah, because I mean, even when you're at home, you know, as a kid growing up, hopefully kids do have rules and are you know not let to do whatever they want. But it sounds like these these schools, it's a little harder to to have a balance on that. So, and know. like I can
0: imagine, you know, it's if it's your parents, it's one thing, and you know, it, yeah. most people don't even always listen to their parents. But at least at that case, mm-hmm. they're your parents. You feel that. Sort of authority, whereas when it's just a staff or someone like something like that, it must be harder to sort of connect with that and be able to.
2: Yeah, because I just sometimes I just felt like, well, who are you to tell me this? And you know, there are times when I'd think my own mother would not tell me this or that, or oh,
3: you'd say keep that. Me
2: from that or whatever, and you guys are, and it would just get me so angry. Because yeah. I, I feel like my mom would have never taken the weight. My mom would have never taken away my TV rights over something so silly. Not
3: so trivial. She would have taken them away for a bad report card, but nothing so trivial. Right. You know, like...
2: Like, she would never tell me, well, if I don't hear that you've reported going to the gym after supper, you're not watching TV tonight. My parents would have never done that, but they did that in intermediate.
3: Oh, which is worse. I was in grade three, and I I always went home after... The military police party would have a party in London every Christmas, you know, before Christmas. My teacher told my mom he wasn't taking me home afterwards, and she listened, and that broke my heart big time. And Mm -hmm. I still dwell on it, because I'm writing a book. Oh, I've been harassing. And that book has made me... More aware of more memories and more broken hearted, more dwelling, more dwelling. I, I because I'm you heard, you're supposed to get over it, and move on. So that's the thing to do. You're hearing, but then I was thinking like, I'm only doing this because people want me to do it. Am I really over this? Am I really over that? Mm-hmm. Am I, am, um, I'm, I'm only like, just doing what people want me to do. And now that I think about like, I still dwell on things like. I guess to somebody, it's like, okay, there was some Sundays you didn't get to go trick-or-treating on Halloween, get over it, you know, Mm. but I still, I still dwell on it.
1: Right, and how about you, Jackie, after you got out of W. Ross, what was that like?
2: You know, the funny thing is, for most of my life, I hated it there, at least up until, like I said, I moved to senior res, but... Wow, when I actually, when it was time to leave, that was a really hard adjustment because I had made so many good friends and, um, it was this whole new thing where I wasn't going to see them every day. And it was just really hard knowing I wasn't going to be going back to the school. I just yeah. missed it. I, I missed some of my teachers, I some of my friends. And the mo- I think the most difficult part of not going to W. Ross anymore was when Rob, he would get on that. I remember the bus would just pull up for Rob and it was just hard knowing that he was getting on that bus and I was staying home.
3: See, if I was the older kid, I'd be like, yay, Jackie's getting on that bus and I don't have to. Woo! <laughs>
2: It was really hard uh, hearing him get on that bus and knowing that I was going to have to stay here and Uh be with, start a new volunteer job that was new at the time and be around new and different people. If you were
3: smaller, I could have snuck you in my suitcase, I guess,
2: but, you know,
3: I I didn't want you to suffocate.
0: And then when you got there, the staff probably would have found out. and
3: and said, "What is she doing?" Oh, this is. Oh, she looks like my sister, but she's actually um, uh, just, uh, um, you know, a new student that just has sneaky pictures And uh, you know, uh, but no, I was the opposite. But you see, I didn't really have a chance to feel anything. Mm-hmm. I came back on the Monday or the Sunday night, April twenty second. <laughs> and yes, I don't know how I remember this. No, I came back on the twenty third, and I had my ham radio class on the twenty fourth at night. This residents offered it. I got in. I was in the shower room. People were picking on me. I started fighting. I don't.
1: I don't know anything about that. Ham radio. Yeah, ham radio. You. Oh, Brian? I'm
3: sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, it's a little hurt. It's um, it's like um when you.
1: So like walkie-talkies?
3: Kind of, but you have to have a license for it. You have to have an exam because there's free. You have to know your Morse code. You have to know <laughs> dits and dot, dashes and dots. Um, you have to know, like, this is, it's funny because W. Ross offered this, and I loved it, but I took it again. But this is Monday night, uh, but I'll be happy to explain him, right? <laughs> him, right, he you further.
1: Yeah.
3: It was a Monday night, and Mac, Mac, bleh. I was in the shower room. And you know uh, anything
1: about it, my, uh, Jackie? Ham radio?
2: Not really. Um, I, I don't really know much about it either. Jackie, I've never
3: taken it. Um, Jackie, mm-hmm. see, the thing of it is, we're both smart, but in different ways. She, What she, what I what I lack in, you know, um, independence, um, she lacks in technology. Hmm. Um
2: that's for sure, especially so nowadays. I've
3: learned though that, no, but that it's not because one's smarter than the other. We're just, we're just differently smart.
0: Right. Well, like I was mentioning before, people, everyone has different skill sets in certain areas they have strengths in and others that they don't as much. So that's just it illustrates that. And
3: I'm in the ham rate. And I was ticked off because due to COVID, I was going to go to Ham Fest in September and we had <laughs> a ham Fest because i wanted to go i was telling people i wanted to go back into it because it was time i was time to rebroad and my and a guy comments well we were gonna have ham fest but due to covid it was canceled i was gonna actually would have went just to just to re uh what do you call it re you know because uh relearn you know because you forget certain things i have my basic license but i never got a radio Oh, really? uh, but anyway, uh, we're talking about uh, when I left. I didn't know I was leaving, and we'll get to that. I was back, there. it was a Monday night. I was getting ready for my shower. This, these guys were bugging me. I, yeah, you I, got
1: picked on in school.
3: Yeah, and uh, this, co- this staff came mm-hmm. in, and uh, he said, Stop it, Castro! And I go... And I was like, and I said stuff and he's like, oh, you can say this. That, that's amazing. And I'm like, you want to know what else I could do? He's like, yeah, I punch. I hit him. I keep hitting him. And I'm like, what are you going to do? And he's like, well, I don't want to, you know, probably shouldn't get into that. But long story short, I was in the infirmary that night. Um, that's where I.
1: Every, every time I talk about this, my only, I just sort of silly but i keep thinking of like hogwarts it's, it's like the no, only like, i would have
3: rather went to hogwarts. school
1: school away from home that i can think of when i when i hear you guys talk like oh, all no, these days
3: no as guy if i was harry potter <laughs> i'd have a better life trust me but no i was in the infirmary next thing i know i was i woke up the nurse gave me my breakfast actually the nurse uh, the night nurse um, talked to me a little and I was, like, so nervous because, like, oh, they called my dad. And he's like, maybe they'll surprise you. I get dressed. My dad's like, I don't want to hear a word, Rob, not a word. And I just hope you're really proud of yourself. And, uh, well, that's not a great imitation of my dad. But... Uh, well,
1: You're quite the lively storyteller, yet, though, I can tell.
3: Oh, you know what? I should have, um, instead of music, I should have done in the... Uh, well, somebody just... Maybe I should have run storytelling comedy music you know music comedy but anyway yeah you could do that you didn't speak to you didn't speak to each other a whole long way back to london and my mom came home she's like well you got your wish rob and i'm like what do you mean and she goes, well you're not going back because mm-hmm. i got yeah. suspended i just decided and my parents decided you know maybe because i've been telling them for years i wanted to leave so my mom just decided maybe it's time i just
0: Mm-hmm. yeah and it's just one of those things you know school's not for everyone and a lot of people you know have certain experiences and they just they can't it's not quite for them and so it's...
3: i didn't get a chance to react because i didn't know when my last day of school was. right it yeah just... kind of happened mm-hmm. and, and i was yeah. worried the whole summer i was like oh they're gonna send me back they're gonna send me back and it's like a sh- home, it's
1: like a show that's been canceled without really much words so then there's no exactly big, and I didn't uh, know if
3: there was going to be next season because <laughs> my dad kept on wanting my dad I think wanted me to go back but my mom was like they were deciding I was like I knew I wasn't gonna go back but they made me question it because my they were on the fence mm-hmm. my mom was like well we decided we're not sending you back and my dad's like for a year and then my mom's like no we're <laughs> we're not sending you back my dad um and I was really happy. Um Mm -hmm. my mom's like you know when you're now that you're home you know more you're you're gonna like what we you're not gonna complain about because sometimes I didn't why was cheesy when it comes to dinner and she's like well now that you're home full-time you're gonna make a dinner that I, I you're gonna eat the dinner that we decide to make
1: Okay. So how long before you moved out on your own then, from when you quit?
3: About okay. six or seven years. I moved out finally when I was 27. I
1: mm-hmm. was 18
3: when I left. So and,
1: and Jackie, when you moved out, you said you started volunteering somewhere? Where was that? Um, was that like?
2: A daycare center. And, oh, nice. Yeah, it was um, at the Bob Hayward Y, just up, <coughs> I think, down the road from our building. Um, yeah. But then it moved. It moved to the old. Oh, what mall was it? White called? Rose. Yeah. Then eventually the daycare moved to the old White Rose. What mall.
3: happened to White Rose? I haven't heard hide nor hair of it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't the know that one.
2: I been there for about twenty years. I think it was.
1: Yeah. So you yeah. you've always liked kids.
2: Um. Yeah. Well. I was really all for it at first, but then after a while, I just cut, just got to where I was tired of it all.
3: I would have said after twenty years, I've been, I would have been a week there and saying, okay, you know what? <laughs> a month or two, I was like, I need to get paid. I'm walking door.
2: I did. I loved working with kids at first, but then after a while, I don't know. I just got tired of the whole deal, and uh, I just started losing my patience. Yeah.
1: I've never really been good with little kids until I had them, like, in close in my family. I, I didn't feel comfortable enough around their, them and their parents. I'm really not it. really
3: good with them unless, you know, because I would bus. And if some kid came up to me and one time I was playing a song and a kid's like, hey, why are you playing that? I don't know why, but I couldn't. I felt <laughs> like saying, buzz off, Pratt." Well, I didn't, but... <laughs> But I'm not good with kids. I mean, if they're babies, I'm <laughs> better with babies than I would be with when they learn to talk. Have when you have speak.
1: you known a little? Have you ha- known a lot of people that have had like babies that, like I said, are close to you that you can hold and get a chance to be around?
3: Um, my work because for- obviously
1: Jackie had you as a little baby, but for you,
3: oh uh, yeah, we babysat. My mom babysat, and okay. I had my cousins, uh, Britt and Dylan, I, you know, Dylan oh, okay. was the baby, and I'd play with him a lot, and mm-hmm. held him, and um, I would hold him, and, you know, um, he'd love, he would, he got, you know, um, you know, he, he, he liked me, I don't know why, but, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, some kids respond to you differently.
3: Um, he, um, but then he learned to talk, and he learned to talk back, and, <laughs> I still, I still, you know, uh, you know, I still had, you know, a soft spot in my heart for, for him, but he, uh, but he got annoying after. <laughs> but no, he was, he he was funny because one time I was talking about, um, oh, I'd love to play hooky. And um, he was like, he thought I, he's like, oh, he was watching Caillou and he's like, Caillou is playing hockey from school.
1: <laughs> hockey. And
3: I'm like, hooky! <laughs> not hockey! Uh,
0: you don't close, play hockey? But not, not quite the same.
3: <laughs> well, when I, was, when I was little, I thought hooky was hockey. <laughs> I was like, how do you play hooky? How do you play hooky? What is hooky? Because I was in nursery school, and one of my classmates, the teacher, he wanted to play hooky, and I'm like, what's hooky? What game is that? I want to try it. Mm, you know, it's I a game. Try to play um, how do you play it? Is, does it have a stick too?
1: A hockey stick? <laughs> a <hooky> stick.
3: <laughs> you, you play stick. Um, you play, well, they have, um, no, I wasn't a sports guy, and then school they need <laughs> to play sports.
0: Yeah. So for anyone who just tuned in, we're speaking with Jackie and Rob Castro Giovanni here today on our Siblings Month, it's part three of our Siblings series. We kind of like to wrap things up by asking this question to, uh, to both of you, but in reverse. So... So Jackie, if someone were to ask ask you to tell them a little bit about your brother Rob, how would you describe him? What would you say you know in a in a quick well, of summary of what you'd say either it be some good things some whatever whatever your first impression or what you would what you would tell someone
2: um, well it, that's hard to say i uh, he's a good brother he's great company it's yeah nice to have him around. Mm. Uh, there nice. are yeah. times, well, there are times, you know, I've wanted to be an only child, but at the same time, it's kind of nice that we share the same things that we go through. In the right.
0: World. Right, because you two are the only, you're the only two siblings, you're the only two um, children, right? Is that, that's correct?
3: Yes. Like, yes. so you guys, what, you have um, kids, brother, siblings before you guys, right? Right.
0: Yeah, we have another older brother and sister as well, so it's four of us so there
1: again there again it makes a difference right like depending on family dynamics and having sighted kids and blind kids in the family or just two blind kids
3: <laughs> or um or um, a bunch of blind kids more than two that could happen that does happen sometimes it does happen what one about of these you days,
1: yeah. what about you Rob what would you say about Jackie like in a few words or a few <laughs> sentences
3: well sum it up you know I'd um not echoing or you know taking away from what you I guess, you know, you know, we have the same, like, you know, interests. And it's good to have someone to, um, you know, um, bounce ideas off of sometimes. And and, uh, sometimes she gives good uh, advice. Hmm. Like for my open mic, she had the idea that I have it once a month. Right. So, yeah,
1: tell us quickly about that then. You have a...
3: Oh, but I'd like to sum up, she's, well, when we were in school, (laughs) it was, it was funny. Jackie was saying it was hard for me to get on that. It was hard for her when I got on the bus. It was hard for me getting on the bus without her. Yeah. Because I depended on her so much. She, she, she would defend me. She'd yell at any, you know, buddy who was trying to pick on me. Mm. I remember one time, this one instance. Jackie was like, we were talking in the stairwell and this kid, this bigger kid came on and goes, I'm going to body check him. And I'm like, and she, and and he um, kicked me and almost fell. And Jackie's like, Hey, knock it off. And he's like, sorry. And then he runs away. I'm like,
0: there you go. Yeah. Oftentimes brothers and sisters or siblings in general might, might fight amongst themselves. But then when someone else tries to, to do something to one of them, then the other one usually stands up for them. So that's, that's great to great yeah. to hear. Him. Nice that you have that. Yeah, I was like, he kicked
3: dynamic. me. I was like, he kicked me, and Jack's like, "Hey, <laughs> knock it off!" And he's like, "Sorry," and And um.
2: Yeah, actually, I think it might have been lonely if I didn't end up having a brother. It might have been a lonely kind of a life.
3: Yeah. No. So I mean, sometimes I do wonder if we were a bit closer in age.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They know that
3: time, but. It's like Jackie said. There are times when it, I, you know, I just, you know, but then, but then again, it'd probably be lonely, you know, not having um, someone share. We were talking about if we had a third sibling, would he, be, would he, would he be pro us or pro mom and dad? Oh boy! Would side would they be on? I think after me, my mom said that was enough. So. <laughs> Who wouldn't, though? I was a handful.
0: <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. Thanks, both of you, so much for but coming on But I'd like to, if I show. can,
3: plug um we'll you finish,
0: me? Yeah, we'll, qu- we'll quickly finish with uh, with Rob, if you have uh, a plug. I know last time you were on, you talked about setting up your website. So if you want to talk briefly, yeah, now it's,
3: quickly uh, about Yeah, uh, now it's here. You can go to com, and it will have my info where I, you know, about open mics i attended what i'm trying to do with the site what what um well it has some videos up there of me oh cool you can also go to um uh my music page i am not hard to find i am at rob p castro giovanni on facebook facebook.com forward slash rob ctg i'm at oh yeah i'm at yeah, RobCTG. I like to make it, you know, um, mm-hmm. just go to Facebook.com/RobCTG slash and that's my page. The T was an accident. <laughs> I was trying to put CG because oh, uh, someone who unfortunately passed away used to call me RobCG, mm-hmm. and uh, I was trying to I use that sometimes. Very cool. My, we'll
0: know. share we'll or, share the links with our podcast notes as well, so people can find and it. And I
3: could and I could yeah, and I could share links. You guys both like my pages, so. Uh, and it's melodychamber.com and I have an, a Facebook group called Unity and Melody, and yeah. on virtual online open mic with me, Rob C. Um, it goes without saying I am a strict admin, so you have to be kind and courteous. Mm-hmm. And if you're not, na- and you can't be nasty to other performers.
0: No. All right, and then uh, Jackie, is there any other final words? I don't know. If- You have anything to to plug specifically online or, but if you just want to say anything else to to wrap things up.
2: Actually, yeah, Uh, Rob brought up something interesting. I helped Maggie Bray uh, run her therapy, her feline therapy center. Wow. Messenger.
0: Awesome. We're going to be having her on next week, actually, for the final siblings of the month. So I'm sure we'll we'll get. We'll talk to her about it. Details on that from her as well. So.
2: Yeah, I, cool. I help her run that so. I and I do stuff. sort
3: of help her with all. You can go on YouTube under, um, kitten day, and she's under section five, and I'm under section thirteen. All right. So we both got interviewed, and I can I can send it to both of you, and you could share it too. Sure. And um, and That's yeah, good. you know I mean, but yeah, to some I guess you know to sum up each other, we'd say the same. It'd be. Crazy, yeah. Only without each other, but at the same, sometimes, you know, sometimes we wish we were only children, you
0: know, just like That's- any other kid. Yeah, sounds like to me. Sounds just like any other siblings. I would, I would imagine. So, exactly. All right. Thanks so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate you're
3: welcome. You. I'm happy. Welcome. Uh, we're, we're happy to. Um, we were happy to um, come on.
1: Thanks. You're welcome.
0: Find us on Twitter at OutlookCFB and
2: on Facebook, facebook.com slash Outlook on Radio Western.